sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Betting Edge podcast. We're back after a little break and... It is a big one. It is the NBA playoffs. Finally, they have arrived. We have one matchup still to be decided as of recording, and that's the play-in final eighth seed on each side. We're just going to, we're going to, we're going to give you a scenario for either of those. But other than that, expect a preview for every single series in the next hour that you are listening to the Betting Edge podcast here on Sports Grid. I am joined by the savant of the sketchy spread, the oracle of the over-under, Samir Mergy Moneyline. What is up, my guy? How have you been, and how was your trip? Uh, I've been great, man. My trip was awesome. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to do anything sports-related while I was out there, uh, but okay. it was my first time what visiting did you do? Florida. And went to Disneyland, went to, um, or Disney World, or whatever it's called in Orlando. Uh, and then I went to the Universal Studios as well. So uh, being a little nerd that I am, I love Harry Potter. I love Star Wars. So I just like indulged myself in everything I could while I was there. Um, I tried like different treats that were from those worlds, like butterbeer, for example, uh, for Harry Potter fans. Or tried blue milk, uh, for those of you who love Star Wars. Uh, so stuff like that. It was honestly kind of awesome. Uh, and blue milk wasn't just milk with food coloring. In my no, head, I'm like, oh, that's what it's gonna be. But what like, was not. it? It was like a, it was like a more liquidy slushy, uh, and it was like really sweet, like fruity. Uh, they had a green version too, and the green was a more melony, and then the blue was like sweeter and. I don't even know exactly what the flavor was. Um, I tried both. Both were good. Uh, but when I say more watery slushy, it's because like when you drink it, like you get pieces of like ice, kind of like a slushy, but it's more liquid. It's more of a liquid. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I sh- I'm I'm hoping that they have a better sales pitch at uh, Disneyland or Disney World or wherever it was. Bro, no sales pitch is needed <laughs> because Luke Skywalker drinks the blue build. So like, okay. That's true. Have to try it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no sports related. Sounds like you had a good time. Uh, are you excited for the NBA playoffs? Oh, I am so hyped. Okay, so we're Raptors fans, Mayday. We watched a very disappointing play-in tournament uh, from our boys. Uh, but the sadness expected aside from and disappointing. That, yes, expected, but we we believed in them after that first half. Like we talked ourselves into not being disappointed. Ended up being disappointed. I'm kind of over it now, though. I really am. Why? Because we have so much exciting basketball coming up. Uh, Whatever got, you got to tell yourself, mate. We got yeah, we got exciting <laughs> series. Uh, hopefully, we're seeing LeBron go on another run uh, as as an old man. Right? The West has been kind of questionable. Uh, I don't trust the teams that are at the top of the West. I don't trust uh, the Grizzlies. I don't trust the Kings as much. And then the defending champions from last season. I don't trust them away from home. Like, the West is a complete toss-up right now. Denver really hasn't proven anything other than that bubble year. However, I do think they're going to be a threat this season um, in the playoffs. Jokic is on a mission. And then the East, on the other hand, is the most exciting it's been in years. Uh, I, I see a Bucks, Celtics team, and a 76ers team, which all have enough quality to go to the finals. And that's what excites me the most, because 
76ers, yeah, we're, we question Doc Rivers in playoff time. We question him in big moments. But he looks like he has figured things out with this team. And huge thanks to James Harden. James Harden lost so much weight in the offseason, actually has made a huge difference this season, not only in his play style, but for the whole team as a whole. Every time he's on the court, he makes the team play better. So I'm excited to see James Harden on a mission with Joel Embiid not having to be the main guy. I want to see what Harden can produce come playoff time. So there's the little there's the little preview of what you're going to hear us talk about over the next little bit here. Joining us for this NBA preview, our good buddy, our sports grid homie. He's always here with us. We find him in soccer podcasts we find him on our spaces he is always around christian de block at christian db122 i'm gonna come up with a nickname for you like some ears we gotta get some alliteration going how are you christian and how excited are you for this nba playoffs yeah i'm excited uh as a knicks fan which for those who can see us i got the rj barrett jersey repped uh for my canadian friends so um, Let's go. We, we like that. It, that that series is going to be an entertaining one. I mean, there's so many different storylines in this NBA playoffs. You have the Sacramento Kings, who have been maybe the biggest surprise in all of basketball, going up against the reigning champs. You have LeBron James against a Memphis Grizzlies team that's said, I'm fine in the West um, for <laughs> months on end. I mean, the Eastern Conference is going to be entertaining with a series like the Cavs and the Knicks. You have Maybe not as much of an entertaining series with the Sixers and the Nets, but maybe, you know, Mikhail Bridges will prove us wrong. But I, I'm just so excited for NBA playoffs. It's the best time of the year for the sport. So we just got done with March Madness. Now we get this. It doesn't get much better than that. No, it literally does not get much better. And honestly, this is why we have the playoffs. This is why North American sports are different from the European sports. This time of year is spectacular. So, Let's uh, get right into it. We're not going to talk about the Raptors. You're all welcome for that. Um, <laughs> so let's go with the – do we guys want to go – let's start in the West. I think let's start in the West. Um, let's pick a series. I am going to pick Clippers Suns. We're leading with Clippers Suns. So the odds – I don't think the odds reflect entirely how good the Clippers are. In this series, what I think they're kind of showing you is how good the Phoenix Suns are with Kevin Durant. They've literally, I think it's two games they've lost in 20. Kevin Durant himself has lost in 2023 as a whole on the court. Like they're minus 500 favorites, uh, Clippers at plus 385. So let's talk about this series. Uh, Mergy, what do you think is, what do you think's key to this? Any lines you're looking at that you might want to bet on anything you want to highlight the floor is yours my guy the first thing that happens when you look at this, these odds is exactly what you said it's like why are the clippers so undervalued because at the end of the day they have Kawhi, they have paul george they have ty Lu, they have a solid team with solid management but just goes to show how difference in skill or how much of a difference in skill there is between these two teams especially when Kevin Durant takes the floor in playoff mode right um, I think their odds are actually fair for the series I think minus 500 if the Suns are going to walk their way through this the last two times these two teams played um, the Suns were missing a lot of their guys 
and the Clippers won those games, sure. But before that, the Suns won five of the last six games against them. Uh, so even without Kevin Durant, the Suns dominate against the Clippers. That's one team that they've never really had struggles with. Um, and on top of everything, with the Clippers being mediocre this season, uh, Kawhi and Paul George, they haven't been able to even like they've actually played a lot of games together. Uh, you, you, you'd be pleasantly surprised to hear that they've actually played a lot of games together this year, especially in compared to recent years where there were there's always one of them injured. So everyone is a little surprised to see how on how crappy this Clippers team is. But really, that comes down to the role players, comes down to the bench. People are not performing as well as they should be. And it's hard to just figure that out and turn things around just in the first playoff series against a team that's expected to go all the way. Uh, so really, for me, I think this series goes max five games. I think there'll be one game that the Clippers are going to, like the players will pull it out for them. But I wouldn't home, even probably. be surprised. Yeah, at home. But I wouldn't even be surprised seeing uh, a sweep. That being said, you mentioned at home. And the Phoenix Suns have struggled away from home this season. Yes. So that may be one thing to keep an eye on going into this, right? They're 17 and 24 away from home this season. Um, they've been unhealthy for the second half of the whole, the whole regular season. So I guess that's a little hard to blame them for that one. However, they have gotten some big wins or they have gotten all their big wins when they're at home. So it's going to be interesting to see those first two games, uh, game three and four, that they're going to be playing in L.A. It'll be interesting to see how they react to that. If they can get at least one of those, it's it, the series is easily theirs. I don't see them having any issues. Christian, like, would do you agree with me on that, or do you think the Clippers are going to put up a better fight? My concern is Paul George is dealing with an ankle injury that might force him to miss the entire series. So when you take him off the floor, it just completely changes everything. Clippers because then it's on Russell Westbrook to be that secondary scorer. <laughs> yeah. And while he's been good for the Clippers, gotta let Russ cook. That's not good. It's just, I, yeah, that, I mean, at that point, it's how do they cope without maybe their most important player? Because Kawhi's great and all, but PG is that second piece that they desperately need. So it's just a matter of can they stop two guys in Kevin Durant and Devin Booker who are going to put up 25-plus points per game in the series. I don't think so. I think you're right, Mergy. They're probably going to win a game, maybe at home. Kawhi's going to put up 35, something like that. Yeah. And the complimentary pieces like Norman Powell, Zubac, those guys will do enough to win a game. But it's hard to see them getting more than one. Um, and it stinks because this Clippers team is pretty talented when PG's there. Yes. But – that's going to deny us of a six or seven game series because him not being there changes everything. You hit it on the head. That's exactly why I said right off the bat, like it's not, it doesn't entirely reflect how talented the Clippers team is, but like the uh, Mergy then followed it up with like, it's probably fair. The odds are probably set right. I think that's, that's pretty, pretty much nail. The, on the starting head. lineup for the Suns is just like undeniable, right? What are you going to uh, do? And, and they're just going to completely outscore the Clippers. And then when you look at the bench, too, like, the Suns' bench aren't slouches. They haven't been great, but these guys can score. They can score in important yeah. moments. Yeah, and the questions of their, their bench is a bit I, – I feel outdated at this point. We have Terrence Ross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, Shannon, I mean, they have a pretty decent bench, on individually at least. Yeah. Um, Beyond, I, I don't know why Warren. that's – 
talked about so much. No, it's this is going to be a really tough been, like, team to get through. It's because they've been underperforming a little bit, but you guys have to remember, and the media has to remember, the ones who are talking about this, like, come playoff time, the bench is only playing to give that the starter, like, a rest of breath. To, to get to get the starter to literally just calm down a bit. Unless you're, a, like, a huge role player coming off the bench, like Eric Gordon, for example, for the Clippers. We'll see Gordon get lots of minutes. But the Suns, they're really – Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, whenever they just want these guys to take, like, a break for, like, a minute, that's when they'll put the bench on. Otherwise, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, especially must-win games, they're playing every single minute of the game, maybe minus two minutes overall, right? So the bench for teams like this, for the Phoenix Suns, doesn't matter as much as uh, other when you look at other teams like the Raptors a couple years ago on their, on their finals run. The bench was a huge part of that. Coming to a team like this full of superstars, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, they're going to be playing close to, to the full 40. Uh, and really, it's just it's just in terms of trying to limit Chris Paul's production early on in the playoffs. And that's why I think the Phoenix Suns are really going to try to kill off these early, uh, these early rounds as soon as possible, right? Because Chris Paul has always gotten injured in deep playoff runs. He's older now, so it's going to be even harder on his body. And Kevin Durant was injured a lot this year. Devin Booker was injured a lot this year. These guys just want to kill them quickly. And so everything we're talking about here leads me to believe that Phoenix Suns minus two and a half on the series spread at plus 108 Thank you. is a play. I Love do it. think that's a play. I yeah. do think that it ends 4-1, uh, and, that, and that would be that perfectly, but I wouldn't even be surprised seeing a sweep. Okay, so here's what I – this is – thank you for bringing it to that. That was literally exactly – I think that's how we'll format this. We'll go preview yeah. betting. Um, I think the Phoenix Suns 4-1 at plus 220 is not – like, it's not a bad call. You could take them to sweep call. at, you could put a little bit on them to sweep at plus 450 and maybe a little bit on them to win at, win at plus, at, uh, 4 1 at plus 220. And maybe you might still, I don't know exactly if that, if that is the, the way to play it. You could also go with five games at plus 190. Yeah. Do you think two and a half minus two and a half out of all of these options is the best play? I do think minus two and a half is the best play. Um, I I agree with you. You could put both on the four and zero oh and four to one because you're essentially doing the same bet. Yeah. Um, and you'll you you'll make more money back out of it, right? Like if the four to zero oh hits. So yeah. that's another way to, to tackle it. Uh, but I, I would just plus one hundred eight. I'll just be safe for taking that. Um, especially looking if you look at the actual odds for all of these exact predictions, correct scores. Um, the favorite is Phoenix Suns four to one, so like clearly the book yes. disagree with, with what yes. the direction we're taking it. Correct, um, but there is that off, there is that off chance that like the Clippers sneak two, and then the Suns win four to two. I think that would be more on the Suns. I don't love betting on the series overall. I actually have a parlay at the end of this episode that we can throw out um, just because of like for sure's that I think will happen, and then we parlay them together. Um, okay. And maybe I'd lean towards doing that. Maybe throw the Suns futures in a parlay somewhere or the minus two and a half. But then again, it's playoff season and Ty Lu is a great coach. If he makes good adjustments on the fly, um, the, the, we've talked about the struggles the Suns have away from home. We could see this being tied two to two after four games. And then the Suns just win two in a row. Uh, 
So that is the that's the look at the total games, the overall outlook on the series. There's one other prop I want to hit here. Series top point scorer. There's a couple options. Devin Booker is actually the favorite at plus 175 over Kevin Durant at plus 190. Maybe that's due to health. Maybe that's just due to Devin Booker being nasty. I'm not entirely sure. Um, what do you think, Chris, is the is the play here, if anything? It's interesting because I think they're going to put a lot of onus on stopping Kevin Durant. I think that's going to be the way they play them. I think Kawhi Leonard's probably going to match up with him. And I just think that the responsibility is going to be on Devin Booker to put up 30-plus a game, really. And I think he will do it. Um, I don't think they have enough weapons defensively, the Clippers, to contain both. So they'll live with stopping as much of Kevin Durant as they can and praying that Devin Booker has a couple inefficient games. So I like Devin Booker here to uh, be the leading scorer in the series. I completely agree with that. I think uh, you had a good read on it because Devin Booker's going to – like Kevin Durant's going to garner all the attention. So Devin Booker has to show up, and he has to play his game. And when he has someone like Durant giving him freedom, we know Booker could drop 60 on their head. However – I also like, like, I think Devin Booker number one, but I think it's worth taking Kawhi as a mm. possible option. Just because you mentioned Paul George could miss the whole series entirely, so we know it'll be on Kawhi. Kawhi averages like 30 points a game in these in these types of situations, right? I think he's only gotten less than 20 points twice in his last 20-plus games. So, like, we know he's going to go off. And then I do see the potential for a couple of blowouts in this series and i think that may lead to to the clippers having to keep Kawhi on a little bit longer than the suns are keeping durant and booker on the floor um so for me number one booker but a number two i wouldn't even go durant i would go Kawhi leonard okay all right so maybe that's maybe that's uh maybe that's uh, a little bit of a trap there sitting kevin durant up there in that list Yes. Uh, bookie's trying to grab a little bit of uh, extra juice on people who just want to bet on KD. Fair enough, though. Um, let's move on. Next series, I'm going to pivot to the defending champions and the team that ended a 16-year playoff dry spell in the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the Golden State Warriors open as minus 275 favorites Uh Sacramento plus two twenty five. Mergy, how do these how does how does this series look to you? What do the odds say to you? All right, so this might be my hot take of the show. Um, Bro, don't tell me. I, I want to back the Kings here. I do see them winning the series, but oh, this winning the series entirely outright. Yes, yes, but. I guess, like, we'll get to best bets a little later on. Maybe we'll preview it a little bit first. But, like, <laughs> my best bet maybe would be taking them on the series spread rather than taking them to win the series because a game seven against these guys who have four or five rings, <laughs> like, you know, like Steph Curry, Draymond, Clay, they know how to get it done. Uh, and it's hard to bet against Curry in the situation. On top of that, I don't think the Kings match up that well against this Warriors team. However, that being said, they have the home court advantage. I can see them being up 2-0 after the first two games. No Warriors suck on the road. Warriors suck, suck on the road. Suck on the road, right? We, their record was 11-30 to 30 away from home. So clearly, <laughs> clearly like, that is I, I'm not trusting pitiful. them in that at all. Yeah. Not only that, I know they're close in, in like 
ge geography, geographical location. So like, obviously it's a bit of a rival game, but people are going to be like, oh, it's going to be filled with Warriors fans. No, they're stupid. The Kings have one of the best fan bases in the NBA. So yep. these Kings fans are going to be going crazy. Warriors are a little bit old. Wiggins is just getting back with the team. So he's definitely not up to speed. I could see the Warriors get getting themselves in a hole early on in this series and then having to go to game seven because of that hole. I, I think the Kings, um, I said that they don't match up that well against the Warriors because the way the Kings are, they kind of just like to outscore their opponents. And when you're doing that against the best three-point shooting team in the league, it's it's hard. Yeah. Uh, but but Sabonis is honestly a man on a mission this year. That was probably one of the greatest trades that happened in the NBA. I think that went so under the radar, the amazing season he had, because everyone knew how good he was before. So it's like we knew he was going to be good here in Sacramento. But this good, he completely changed the trajectory of that team, made yep. them get this position, this third-place position in the West. I was doubting them midway through the season. I don't know if you guys – both of you guys should remember that. I was sitting here like, oh, the Kings are going to fall falter a little bit. We could see them fighting for fifth or sixth. Nah, they these did. guys are third. Uh, dominant. Yo, but and... hold on. That is partly because of their fucking home crowd has been like a playoff atmosphere for Every like time. two and a half months Ooh, now. Yeah. Every time. And so the four games that these guys played this season, okay? Warriors won three of them, but but they won Warriors won the two at home. And then the most recent one that they won, which was in Sacramento, was when Sacramento rested everybody. Everybody. They didn't give them a single look at what their team's actually gonna look like. And in the games that Sacramento lost, one of them at like in Golden State, they lost by three points, and then they lost by five points. This series is going to be close. Definitely going to be close. The game that the Kings won, they dominated from beginning whistle to end. I think that put it all into a bow for you guys. I think it's going to be a close series. I think there's a chance Sacramento get the upset um, because they have that home court advantage, because the Warriors suck away from home. If it goes to game seven, Sacramento could pull it off. And on top of that, I love the young guys. I love the grit that they have. And I'm just not that much of a believer in the Warriors. The value lies with the Kings for me. Chris, what about you? Where do you yeah. stand on the hot take? It's tough to go against the Warriors uh, once they get here. But I I'm really curious to see how Steve Kerr manages this thing. I mean, he's going to have to take minutes away from Jordan Poole. Uh, Gary Payton when Andrew Wiggins comes back. And I know um, Wiggins hasn't played since mid-February. I mean, it's it's really tough because he might be the most important piece. Um, that's why they won the chip last year. Because you can put a guy like that who can play on both ends of the floor on the best guard. Um, he can guard wings. So I'm curious to see how many minutes he plays, who he matches him up against. But the Kings have everything going for them right now. I mean, you guys both mentioned it. This has been a playoff atmosphere for three months, if not longer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And the Warriors are terrible on the road. They have to win at least one game on the road this series, potentially, um, to make this even a seven-game series. Um, at least I, one I, on the road. They have to win one. Um, I, I think that the Warriors will split in Sacramento. I think they'll get one in that first two. But – I mean, there's definitely a possibility that the Kings win this series. I'm kind of surprised as to how lopsided it is. Yeah. I mean, we saw the Warriors play 40-plus road games. Why is <laughs> – why are they this 
all of a sudden they believe that they're going to win at least one. Um, listen, the, the Warriors have done this for the last almost decade now, it feels like. I mean, they, they've been so good for so long. But this Kings team is really talented. But I think the biggest question is how on earth do they implement Wiggins in here, um, knowing how important he is, but how rusty he's going to be, judging that he's been off the floor for two months now. There's a Look, world in which they prove they prove us wrong. Like, and because these exactly. Warriors, they've done that time and time again. There's a world in which like they just come play like the Warriors, playoff time, they're serious. And to be honest, I would love for that to happen. I would love for that because one, I'd like to I like to see some of the best players do the best things, right? That would be amazing for Curry's legacy. But not mm. only that, it gives me the the ticket to bet on them the rest of the way. If I see them dominate this first round. I would look seriously look into Warriors futures. Um, I think that it, if they can put it behind them and then Wiggins kind of gets back to form and these guys play like how they did last playoffs, they'll have an easier opponent in the next round. Whether it's Memphis, yes, whether yeah. it's Lakers, they they know they can beat both of them and they know how to beat both of them. And for the Grizzlies, it's an emotional thing. They really want to beat them. Against the Lakers, it's LeBron. Like, really, uh, I would take the Warriors in that series and then I would take the Warriors again just off sheer experience, whether it's the Nuggets, maybe even against the Suns, right? Like a, a, a high uh, Warriors team that's firing on all cylinders can beat the Suns. They can outscore the Suns. They match up pretty well against them. So, again, this is all speculation, right? They have to prove us wrong. They have to show that they can play away from home. Um, but so as of now, I'll bet against them. I think my best bet is the Kings plus one and a half on the series at plus 122. And that's my best bet for this series. Then if the Warriors prove me wrong, they win by two games, I might bet on them um, moving forward. I have some stats. Um, so 11 wins, 30 losses. That's 41 games away from home. That's one in four, over one in four, actually. Yeah. So if you extrapolate that over a seven-game series... That does mean that they're going to get one of those one of those away wins, and then you look at their home record, and they're thirty three and eight, yeah. which is re which is like well over three out of four. So theoretically, the numbers still would suggest if they play like they have this season, that they're actually going to win this series, just based on like despite the fact that their away record is so bad, their home record is so good that it balances it out. Um, they're also one of only one of three teams that ended the season on an eight and two run, the Lakers, them and the Celtics. That's it. All three teams possibly like potential favorites, potential like winners yeah. this year. Um, I would lean. I don't think I can get to the window on Kings money line. Kings on the series spread though. Plus one and a half yeah. seems right to me. This is going to be a seven yeah. game. And then I see the Warriors just winning that game. I think they're going to win, man. I honestly think the Warriors are going to win the series in seven games. Yeah, That's my my actual take on what I think happens. And whether or not um, they get to take game, like seven games or not, if, if the Kings haven't won in Golden State, they've only won once in Golden State in, since 2019. Like, oh. these guys are, are Nobody not, wins there. Yeah, Man, nobody, nobody wins, wins there. there. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to win there. Hard. They are uh, one of the best crowds in the NBA, and especially recency bias, right? 
like those fans expect winners, they get winners, and it kind of pumps that into the players. So if the players can put everything else aside, put the season behind them, and just play play basketball, very, very doable. Okay, uh, player props. Anything in this series for either of you guys? Chris, anything leaning, screaming at you? Um, no, nothing, Curry, nothing particular. I think these games are going to be so lopsided sometimes. I feel like we're going to have a couple blowouts. Um, where I can one see that. Um, just show up, can't hit threes, and we're going to see team one by 25 like once or twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe some value at Clay Thompson to be the three-point leader in the series. Um, everybody's going to be on Curry. But, um, I mean, there's going to be all the attention in the world on him, so they're going to delegate less attention to Clay. Um, maybe some value there. Can they um, even defend Can they even defend Steph? That's my, yeah, my only thought. I mean, can they defend anyone for that matter? I mean, well, I don't know where they I mean, right? So, like, that's if Curry's just going to have free reign and Clay is also going to have free reign, they're just going to try and outscore that's them. True. I see why yeah. Curry's the minus 155 favorite. Well. Yeah. But honestly, Clay is Clay is worth a sprinkle. Like, if he if he just is having the best one of his better playoff performances, he could out, outscore Curry. I really like Sabonis uh, to lead the assists. For the series um he's at plus 140 he's second favorite right now i understand draymond is like that that pinnacle guy but the, but like suppose plays a similar role at a better rate uh for the kings and we mentioned a couple blowouts may happen draymond's going to be the one sitting Sabonis is going to be the one that the kings need to either keep the blowout going or to uh to get them back into the game so if it's the other way around. So I, I like Sabonis. He, he's been leading them in assists all season long. Uh, I've been taking him to get like six plus assists in like every parlay that I've made with the Kings involved. Uh, he's, he's a lock for that. That's one of his greatest strengths. Yeah. Okay. So that's that series wrapped up. Let's move on to the other defined series that we have. Lakers, Grizzlies. Uh, quick note, we don't have any of the lines available for whatever the play-in series is going to be. Uh, it's going to be the Nuggets against one of the Thunder and the Timberwolves, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we'll talk about that just quickly after a couple scenarios. We won't go too in-depth as we don't know entirely what's going to happen. Lakers, Grizzlies, this is the closest, as far as the odds go, uh, of any of the Western series right now. Plus 120 if you like the Lakers on the money line on the series. Memphis minus 142. Memphis having a great season at home. The best home record in the NBA at 35-6. and six. Actually ridiculous. Uh, and then they've gone 16-25 and 25 on the road, which isn't great. So, um, guys, what's, what's the read here? Chris, I'm coming to you first. Uh, I'm leaning the Lakers on the money line. Um, it's just how can you bet against LeBron uh, when we get to playoff time? Uh, they did everything in their power to get this team to the playoffs. They figured it out. All the guys they brought in at the deadline proved to be pivotal. And this Grizzlies team's missing two bigs in Brennan Clark and Steven Adams. And while they do have Jaron Jackson, who can probably manage against Anthony Davis, that's two less bodies that they could throw at him. So, I got a feeling that Anthony Davis might be the best player in the series and they're going to win in six games and close it out at home. Um, 
I think the Lakers are maybe the biggest dark horse in this entire playoff run. Um, if they can turn it up, um, I think they could win an NBA Finals. Um, They've turned it up. Yeah, that's that's I, music to my ears, Christian. I have a couple I, futures with them in it. <laughs> it's just incredible how – I mean, we were talking about them in probably, what, late January, early February with Russell Westbrook still around as – are they even going to get into the play-in? And they found their way in and won against the Timberwolves when they were down and out, it looked like. So, yeah, I think the Lakers are the biggest threat and the biggest what-if, really, in this run. And I think they're going to get through the Grizzlies who have talked a lot this year. And I think it's going to come back to bite them. <laughs> They've talked a lot. Yep. Mergy, <laughs> what's your thoughts, buddy? I know your music music to your ears lends me to believe you're also on the Lakers money line. Definitely, definitely music to my ears. Um, I'm looking at the season splits between these two teams. And I see, I think they played three times. Lakers won two of them. Um, the home team won every time. So Lakers won two at home. Grizzlies won one at home. Uh, I think that's going to be similar to how this series is going to go. Mayda, you mentioned that the Grizzlies are amazing at home and what their record was this season. Not only that, uh, with the Lakers, I think they they dominate when they're at home, right? The crowd gets into their, gets into their head and fires them up. You saw their comeback against the Timberwolves uh, to get into the playoffs in the first playing tournament game. Uh, you're going to see similar things happen to this Memphis team. Christian, you talked about the bigs being gone. That's a, that's going to be massive. Like, I understand that Jackson can help slow down AD, um, but what's going to happen when he's off? What's going to happen if AD gets him into foul trouble? Then Jackson's going to have to sit, and AD's just going to feast. Not only that, if Jackson's attention is just completely on Anthony Davis, LeBron, the walking bucket that he is at 40 years old, uh, is just going to keep on getting buckets, right? It's just, it's just going to be easy for him. The Grizzlies, they defend well against the guards, but I do think the whole John Morant situation, although it's kind of done and a little past it, it's not completely done. I think that locker room's not 100% into a playoff run at this moment. Um, they're young. They're going to be competing for the next few years. This is going to be another learning spot for them. I think it goes to, to six or seven games, but when it gets to six or seven games against LeBron, AD, this Lakers team, I got to take the Lakers. Uh, I love the value on them at plus money to win the series. Great. Okay, so let's quickly talk about any any player props. The only thing I see is top point scorer. You got LeBron at plus 165, John Morant at plus 210, AD at plus 350, and Desmond Bain at plus 650. Those are basic. Anything else is like you're jumping big <laughs> off the board. So um, anybody, anybody taking a flyer on anything that's not, that's not LeBron? I gotta go with Ja. Yeah, that's Plus what I was. Time. I was like, that's it's a lot of money on a really, fi- really, really good scorer. Well, the, the Lakers are a bottom five uh, defense against point guards, uh, and I hey. know that John ja Morant's gonna exploit that weakness because that's what he does, right? He loves dominating against guards who can't guard him. On top of that, if you're looking at the top three, you got LeBron. Ja, AD. LeBron and AD are pretty much injury prone, right? Like, especially at this point in LeBron's career, like, it's hard to say LeBron's injury prone because this man's a robot and he never, he's a cyborg who never has been injury prone. Uh, but there's a reason why he's on that injury list as game time decision every single game. It's because of his age, it's because of his body, how it reacts to basketball now. There's a chance 
that you see him being rested in some periods of, of the series, especially if you see the Lakers up three to one in the series. Then that next game, LeBron won't be forced to play every single minute of the game. Um, and we mentioned that the defense is going to be clamping down on them. They're going to force the Lakers to win in different ways, while there's literally no one on the Lakers who can stop John. I mean, unless AD just fully focuses on closing in on him as he gets closer to the paint, Jaw's just going to start taking jump shots and leave AD in the dust. So I think Jaw is the way to go, uh, walking bucket that he is. And instead of having to share the, the, the points, he's going to be the one expected to score 30 a night for the, for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the only way it doesn't end up being that way is if Jaron Jackson gets into constant foul trouble and Anthony yeah. Davis is going up against Xavier Tillman, I think would be their backup yeah. base. I just think if the Lakers are going to win this series, which I believe they will um, in six games, that would be my prediction. Um, I think Anthony Davis is going to be the best player on the floor. Um, yeah. And if that's the case and he plays, you know, 38 to 41 minutes a night in six games, I think he's going to lead the, lead the series in scoring. So that I would think if it's not jaw, it's going to be AD. Okay. So uh, that's the first series we've picked outright. I'm glad it's that one. I think we're all in agreement that the Lakers are going to be a problem. They have been a problem since the trade deadline, and they will continue to be difficult to match up against. I also like a team that is not, like, insanely amazing at home and insanely terrible on the road. Like, I that always scares me a little bit. I don't know why, but it's a nerve. It's an – I don't know why. Like, why Why would a team be so much better at home? Like, yeah. is, that not a, is that not a worry for their overall consistency? Mm. Right. Definitely. Um, okay. So we have this play-in series here. We do play still going on between the Thunder and the Timberwolves. Can either of these teams take out the Nuggets? Let me give you. Let me just quickly give you guys their odds to win the NBA championship, and uh, <laughs> against the Nuggets' odds to win the NBA championship. So the Nuggets are plus a thousand, which is already not great for the first seed in the West. But that's the mm. that's the reality. Um, Minnesota plus 37,000 um, and OKC plus 49,000. So um, guys, any, any upsets coming? I don't think any of them uh, have a chance against the Nuggets. No. That being said, I think uh, if it was OKC, they'd win one game against the Nuggets, just one. And if it's the Timberwolves, I think they'd get swept. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. That's just the way uh, I think the two teams match up to each other. That being said, I think the Timberwolves beat OKC in the play-in to get to the, to the Nuggets. So uh, um, just okay. like the way the matchups work, uh, the, Tim the OKC doesn't match up well against the Timberwolves at all. Uh, they have no one to guard Ant. They have really like um, the big men are just going to dominate against OKC. And then if, if you look at the, the next series against the Nuggets, none of these teams really have a chance. Uh, I, I would be honestly surprised if any of them take the Nuggets to six. Chris, anything different? It's going five. I think yeah. it goes five regardless of who gets through. I, I, I'd like to see the, the Thunder get through tonight. Same. Um, I want the Thunder. I'm sure. Me too. As I would think, I. I think the health of Gobert is probably going to lean towards him either playing nowhere near 100% or not playing at all. Yeah. Um, they did a decent job on Fallon Shunis. Um, obviously he got a ton of rebounds, but um, they figured it out and they were able to, you know, contain Brandon Ingram. 
I think if uh, SGA and Jalen Williams, those guys can do enough, they might be able to win tonight. Um, but either way, it goes five. The Nuggets are going to storm through either the Timberwolves or the Thunder. Okay. So uh, that's the West. Um, <laughs> we're going to – that's 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 wrapped up. Uh, our last thing I want from you guys is uh, who comes out of the West. <clears throat> Don't take long on it. Just give me your answer. Who comes out of the West? Emerging. Lakers, baby. Okay. Lakers come out of the West. I think it was plus 600 when I saw it. It is plus 800 right now. Okay. Lakers coming out of the West. And Chris? Can't go against the Suns. I think they'll get through the Nuggets in the second round, and then they'll find themselves in the NBA Finals. I am. These are the two teams as well. <laughs> Am I going to lean for Kevin Durant or am I going to lean for the GOAT? Plus LeBron, 190 uh, Lakers, the Lakers. I'm leaning on the Lakers. That's where I, I can't bet. I can't do it. I, it. They're playing well, and I can't bet against LeBron in the playoffs play, with a good team. I just can't do it. As good as Kevin Durant is. Um, okay, so let's move on to the Eastern Conference. The play-in, just quickly. Nobody's beating the Bucks, right? The Bulls are not beating the Bucks. The Heat are not beating the Bucks. Nobody's getting past five games, right? Like that's. Just... I think the Heat could maybe get two against the Bucks. Just maybe. Okay. Bulls are, get, there's Bulls no are getting way. swept. Bulls are getting swept. Okay. Yeah. Like just to for a little bit of context here, uh, the Bucks to win the championship are plus two forty, and wow. the, <laughs> so like these other teams. And these other two teams are minus Bulls minus forty nine thousand, and the Heat tw- minus twenty four thousand. So I guess you're probably right, right there, Mergy. You probably hit the nail on the head. Let's move on. We do not do not need to talk about that any <laughs> longer. I'm gonna save my favorite series here for last. Yeah. Let's start with the most lopsided one: Celtics and Hawks. Celtics minus twelve hundred to win the series. Do the Hawks have a chance of winning any games here covering this series spread at plus two and a half? Christian, coming to you first again. No. I think the Hawks <laughs> – I think the – I think the, I'm, I'm just so monotone about it because the Hawks have been so inconsistent. I mean, everybody thought they were going to be a top five seed with DeJounte Murray coming in. It just never materialized. I think they win one game. Um, that's as far as it goes. I just don't think – they have enough to stop Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Okay. Mergy, do you have a do you think Trey Young is gonna put on a Trey Bon performance? I think Trey Young is gonna go off. But I agree with Christian. I don't see the Hawks beating the Celtics. However, however, I do think I do see the Hawks winning one of their home games and then an individual Trey Young or DeJounte Murray performance wills them into winning a second game. But that's it. That's the furthest I'll take it. Personally, I do think the Hawks, I think it'll be 4-2. I think the Celtics will walk through a couple games easily. And I think the Hawks will put up a fight because of what you mentioned, Christian. They're supposed to be much better than they are. And they have been kind of filling those shoes a little bit in the past few months. Um, They have made this push. They dominated the play-in game against the Heat. That's Trae true. Trae Young clearly plays better in playoff situations. So I like the series spread. Hawks plus, plus two, and, two and, a half. and a half at Ooh. plus 132. I do I like expecting it. that. Um, I think maybe it'll be 3-1. And then we're going to be sitting here sweating in that, that game five. Like, shit, who's going to win? Who's going to win? And I do see the Hawks pulling out a W 
when their backs are against the wall, just just because of sheer talent, and also because the Celtics, there's chatter about Jalen Brown not being happy. I don't see I, my personal maybe a hot take is I see I see them getting stopped in the second round. I don't see them going further than that. Um, you know who would really enjoy playing with uh, Jalen Jalen Brown? The Raptors. This, this guy, this, this guy here. Oh, this guy here. Yes. This guy behind me. OG. I have a massive OG head behind me. For those of you guys listening, that guy would like to play with Jalen Brown. He would. Sorry, I'm not talking about the Raptors anymore. He uh, would. And, and I would like to like. Okay, I guess that's a personal agenda, but I want to see that, it's that a personal implode agenda. a bit. But whatever. Regardless of the situation, um, I do think the Hawks get at least two, uh, plus two and a half. Would be great. A four to two is not out of the question, and that still means possible. Okay. All right. Uh, something happened with the audio there. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was you, but something sounded something sounded strange. We're going to move on. Too, I hope you heard it too. Bad. I don't I know what it. it was. Okay. Well, let's, let's just, let's just assume everything's good. Um, <laughs> I, that's, that's what you do when things go wrong, I think. Uh, so plus two and a half, Christian, can you get on board? You can convince me. Okay. All right. He doesn't love it. Uh, he doesn't love it, clearly. Uh, okay, anybody with any props in this series? Got one. Uh, Trey Young, the points leader, plus 550 yes. on FanDuel. Let's that, go. Let's go. I, I, I'm surprised by the odds there. I think it'd be a, li- a bit of, or slightly closer to the leaders here. It's just, um, I mean, they got Jason Tatum miles ahead of those two and Jalen Brown and Trey Young, yeah. but um, I think Trey Young is going to go off in this series for 30 plus at night. Okay. Yeah. What do you can't think? argue with that either. Can't argue with that either. Fair enough. Yeah, like he's still gonna play the same number of games as the Celtics players in the series, so why not? Um, okay. Uh let's move on to the next series. Uh we have another lopsided one here. The 76ers are minus a thousand over the Brooklyn Nets plus six sixty on the money line. The spread also two and a half. Uh, you can't really like the 76ers at minus two and a half is barely bettable at minus 162. So, Mergy, what what's going on here? Uh, how am I betting this series and like what's the what's the looks? So the looks here is that the 76ers probably win in five max, if not sweep. Um, yeah, I I like this Brooklyn team. I just don't believe they're ready for a playoff series against Joel Embiid, James Harden, uh, Doc Rivers, the likes of the 76ers team. So okay, I also like, like I, that being said, I also don't love minus one sixty two on the minus two and a half series spread, right? It's not like, great. That's a little silly to me, um, and I don't think I'm gonna take either one of these sides. Uh, maybe like in like I mentioned earlier, I'm thinking of taking the Suns in a in a parlay, features proof parlay. I would take 76ers to win the series at minus 1,000 in that parlay as well. Um, but there's, there are two angles where I think there might be value to be found. Um, okay. If you look at series most three-pointers made, I like Tyrese Maxey to get it, plus 180. That's completely been his role um, in, in this new 76ers lineup look. Um, Harden, like you, you want to take him just because it's James Harden. But his role isn't to, to be shooting as many threes anymore. It's about getting timely threes and setting up the team for success through his playmaking. So Harden's going to be focused on that. Against a worse team like this, Harden's really going to be more focused on playmaking. He doesn't need to be scoring all the points. And Tyrese Maxey is going to get a lot of playing time. The last 
month or two months where he's been coming off the bench, all he really does is just he, he's just chucking up threes. I think he was kind of practicing getting in the mode for playoffs because that's really what he's going to need to do for this team, right? Joel Embiid or James Harden can go and get you two points at any moment they want to. It's the three-pointers that the 76ers need. They'll need throughout their whole playoff run. I like Tyrese Maxey to, to lead uh, the series in three-pointers at plus 180. And then another value I'd like to take, it's my pick for the East, and we'll get to it a little later, but maybe take the 76ers to win the East. Ooh, okay. So you think the 76ers are better than the Grizzlies? Uh, Grizzlies. The Celtics <laughs> is what I meant to say. I was reading the Grizzlies on my screen. Uh, the seven. You think they're better than the Celtics? You think they're better than the Bucks? I think that the 76ers match up best against the Celtics than anyone else in the in the conference um, does okay. against the Celtics. So I do love that second round matchup there for the 76ers because if it was the Bucks, I could see the 76ers really struggle. Um, I could see the Bucks really struggle against the Celtics as well, just the way the two teams are made up. If the Celtics are going to lose on their way to the finals, it's that round against Philadelphia. Um, do I like? Do I have a hard feeling one way or the other? Not really. I could see it going to Game Seven, um, but I feel like Philadelphia, Joel Embiid specifically, has been through enough heartbreak now. He's learned a ton of lessons. I really see him getting across the line as much as he can this season. Do I see them winning the finals? Not really. Um, but my prediction is Lakers out of the West and Philly out of the East. All right, so we're having a little bit of technical difficulties getting Christian back in with us. So we're going to keep rolling through. Hopefully he joins towards the end here. Um, my thoughts on this series are that the Nets are a scrappy team. They got gutted. They need. They want to prove themselves. They want to prove at least that they can get one win in this series. I don't think there's, there's no chance they win the series, but I don't think they get swept. I think 4-1 is my best bet. Would you be comfortable adding to our bet slip Philadelphia 76ers, 4-1 at plus 175. Yes. Um, I'm down to do both. Okay. Like we said, we, like we said um, do both, the sweep and the Half and unit on each. Yeah. Great. They still make money. Okay. Beautiful. Um, so that brings us to the last series, and I'm disappointed Chris didn't get to talk to uh, us about this one. It's his Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's the closest odds of any of the series in the East, plus 172 if you think the Knicks are going to win, minus 205 for the Cavs. The spread's one and a half, and it's bettable on both sides. So, Mergy, what's going on in this matchup, and where do you stand? I love the Cavs to win by two games in this series. Um, I believe it was plus 100. If I'm plus 104. Plus 104. Um, so yeah, different bookies, different things. Make sure you guys get it at the best value that you can find. Um, but FanDuel plus 104, BetMGM plus 100. Those are the two that I've seen. And I do think the Cavs win by two. They're too good of a team. Um, I know they don't have, I guess, quote unquote, the experience, uh, but they can definitely outscore this Knicks team. I, I believe in the Knicks. I think the Knicks will get win or two. I just think that Donovan Mitchell is going to be too much at home. Um, he is a superstar, and he's a, he's also on a mission, right? He came to the East hoping that he'd have a better chance at getting a title. He's on the best team he's ever been on, right? This Cavs team is, is monstrous. They're really good at scoring. They're young. They're going to be competing for years. 
I think they lose in the second round, but I think they do really well and gain a lot of experience and tools from the first round against the Knicks. Do you see any way the Knicks like come out of this series winning? If the Cavs, I, only way I see that is if the Cavs shoot themselves on the foot. So like if they get nervous, um, if the nerves get to those young players, Garland, Mobley, um, if the fans, if, of course, the uh, MSG is so hard to play in. So if the fans mm -hmm. in New York can get in their heads, rattle them a little bit. If the after the four games we see a two-two tie, then I could very much see Game Seven happening, and in that situation, the Knicks would do it. If we see the Cavs win both their games at home, first two, two to zero lead, I don't see the Knicks winning. I think that'll be too okay. too big of a hole for them to come back. Look, I'm comfortable betting on the Cavs minus one and a half at plus 104, plus 100, whatever that is. I'm happy with that. I think that's I'm confident in it. Um, do you think anybody could outscore Donovan, Donovan Mitchell in this series? Not likely, right? No. No. I think uh, Brunson maybe might have a, a shot at it. Randall's been cooking, right? Uh, and who's really going to be guarding them? Yeah, I guess Brunson. I, I'd have more faith in than Randall uh, because yeah. Mobley and Allen are going to be at. Uh, they're going to be hard to for Randall to beat. So, but realistically, Donovan Mitchell's the, the man in this series. Yeah, like I, this series is all about Donovan Mitchell. If he performs well, the Cavs will perform well. The Cavs will take the series. Probably it could be a five gamer, honestly, as well. Um, I like the Knicks though. They're like I like the fact that they're here. It's good for their fan base. I'm I'm glad they have players to enjoy. I like watching RJ Barrett. Um, but yeah, Cavs got this series. That's basically it. That's the that's the East, mate. We we cleared out the West. We picked a winner. We both had the Lakers. Chris had the Suns. So I need a winner in the East. You said the 76ers. You're sure you're not? You think the 76ers over the Bucks? So I do think it'll be the 76ers over the Bucks. I think that game, okay. is, that, that series is going to be so hard to call. And really, I'm leaning 76ers because I feel like they have the best value, right? They have. I got it at plus 500. They're currently plus 440 to get out of the East. And they realistically only lost three less games than... Sorry, four uh, four less games than the Bucks, right? Or four more yep. games. What am I saying? They realistically only lost four more games than the Bucks, mm -hmm. right? They're not that far in with them in skill. Embiid and Giannis can kind of cancel each out each other out in ways, right? They're both phenomenal defensively. They both dominate the paint. So then we kind of look at other areas. And if Chris Middleton's not completely healthy, I would lean towards the 76ers in that spot, especially with Maxi coming off the bench especially with Doc Rivers at the helm. Uh, I know he's, he's choked in situations like this before, but I really think he's found the most cohesive unit he's had in years with the 76ers squad. Philly's a hard place to play in. If, Chris, if all these things kind of add up and Philly gets through Boston, I don't see why the Bucks would be able to stop that momentum. I don't see a world in which they can. Okay, so... If I look just down here, I'm just trying to find the uh, ours final here as a, as an odds odds here. The Philadelphia 76ers versus the 
Los Angeles Lakers. Where are we? Philadelphia 76ers versus the Los Angeles Lakers at plus 4,700. If that is, if you forecast it out like that. Um, so, Mergy, your NBA champion this year. Uh, I, m- who is it? Oh. I, look, I have the Bucks. My final is the Bucks against the. Uh, my, my final is the Bucks against the Lakers. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and I have the Lakers. I think I have the Lakers. To be fair, based on these odds, I can sprinkle on the Lakers. I can sprinkle on the Bucks, and I'm gonna be chilling either way. Yeah. So, um, that's not really the. That's not really like giving you a decision. Um, but that's where I'm at. Where are you at? <sighs> Like I want to, I want to ride with the Cinderella story that is LeBron getting to another final. So I want to take the Lakers, especially with how much of a mess the West is. So I would take the Lakers, especially because if it comes to a finals and both LeBron and AD are healthy, it's very hard to bet against that duo. It very hard, it very much is, and especially if everything comes through. Like I think the Bucks have a better chance against the Lakers than the 76ers do. I think the Celtics have a better chance against the Lakers than the 76ers do. But I see a world in which the 76ers plays spoiler to everyone in the East and then goes and loses in the final. So give me the Lakers plus 2,100. That being said, watch the Golden State Warriors in the first series. If they are back to how Golden State plays, I would consider taking them as well. Um, They'll have the Lakers to play. And everyone here, I mean, clearly me and you both, Christian might be singing a different tune, uh, but we kind of are undervaluing and underestimating the Nuggets a bit. Um, yeah, but are. there's reason reasoning for that. And I think the experience will shine through in the Western Conference Finals, whether it's Lakers or Warriors, they'll beat the Nuggets, in my opinion. And one of those two are winning the chip. Okay. Well, that's basically everything from... Are, let me read out. Let me read out quickly some of the bets we gave. We we uh, the the series. Just recap here. Um, so we had the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. We had the Suns minus two and a half. That sits at plus one oh eight. The Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings. We decided on plus one and a half for the Sacramento Kings at plus one twenty two. The Los Angeles Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies. Lakers. We predicted them going all the way. Plus 120 on the series money line straight up against the Grizzlies. The Atlanta Hawks plus two and a half to win a couple games against the Boston Celtics at plus 132. The Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. This is the one we had a hard time with. So we're placing half a unit on 4-1, half a unit on 4-0, both in favor of the 76ers. And we're going to see what happens there. The New York Knicks and the Cleveland Cavaliers were taking the Cavs minus one and a half at plus 104. So far, everything at plus money. How about that? That's uh, pretty nice. And then we have our actual two NBA Finals <laughs> forecasts. We have me with the Bucks and the Lakers at plus 1700. Mergy with the 76ers and the Lakers at plus 4700. And let me just find the Phoenix Suns. And the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, actually, we didn't really get a a, a clear cut answer from Christian. So we East, can't even right? get we can't even get that. Chris, I wish you were here for the end. I'm sorry your <laughs> internet crapped out. Mergy, do you have anything you want to give us, like a parlay, just something like you don't have to explain yourself. If you want to just give <laughs> something out to say you put it into the world, feel free. Uh, I have nothing left. 
that's it for me on this NBA preview show. I'm going to hand it off to you, Mergy. It'll be so interesting uh, to come back to this in a couple weeks and see how wrong we were uh, because it's playoff (laughs) season. And like as much as we wish we can predict everything that happened, it's hard to do that. That being said, I do have a four team futures parlay uh, based off of our, our predictions from this episode that I feel is a little bit foolproof. There's a couple things that are scary, um, but you guys decide whether you want to ride or not. Lay four it team, on me. Four-team parlay. All, all Moneyline series betting, okay? Phoenix Suns to beat the Clippers. Philadelphia 76ers to beat the Nets. LA Lakers to beat Memphis. And Cleveland Cavaliers to beat the Knicks. All four of those parlayed together gives you plus 332. I think you could take that to the bank and run. The scary ones would probably be Lakers and then maybe the Cavs. Guess we just got our clip for the promo. That was beautiful. (laughs) I love that parlay. Let's roll with it, buddy. Let's roll with it. Uh, Everybody enjoy the playoff season. We will be back with you guys. We will be back next week for you guys with an NHL playoff preview episode. The playoffs would have already started by then, but we're going to try to get it out as early as possible for you guys so you can still find value around the the hockey world. Um, But that being said, enjoy playoff season. Enjoy the start of baseball because it's back. And make sure you guys get these futures bets in because and make sure you guys pay attention to this run because to be honest, we're predicting something pretty historic, which would be LeBron making it to another finals. That being said, gamble responsibly, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. See y'all next week. And most importantly, let's cash, baby.